Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Prophet. This is Kyle with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 409 for comics originally coming out October 18th, 2017. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, I was out last week and we've got a little bit of catching up to do and we have a full show for you ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. First and foremost, uh, uh, we'd like to shout out to our comic shop of record, Cowabunga Comics, um, at cowabungacomics.com with a K, Cowabunga with a K, at 102 North Main Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Um, you can send, uh, communicate with them if you have any questions about what they have to offer at eric at cowabungacomics.com or check them out on facebook.com slash incredicow or twitter.com slash incredicow and we got we, we switched over and we've been happy and we've got more reasons to be happy because yeah, no doubt uh they're giving us the opportunity to get a an it's it's a stanley art germ lao phoenix number one yeah, eric's pretty on top of things yeah it uh, was originally a one in 100 mm-hmm uh, that know, is on, we're, we're big fans of the art germ. We've been getting a bunch of his yeah, covers, yeah. be it your Robotex or your cover yeah. B for Supergirl, one of the hot artists. And originally, everybody's seen this really, really, really great cover of Phoenix Number 1 by Stanley Art German. We're like, ah, oh, crap, can't afford that. Put it out of your mind. Because it was originally solicited, not necessarily solicited, but it was originally like, oh, this is going to be the 1 in 100, which is an expensive book. Yeah, and it and we we think it's website, still on DCBS. Well, yeah, websites are selling it as the one in one hundred book for two hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah, but it turns out to two hundred fifty dollars. Some people have paid two hundred fifty for it, but it is not necessarily the one in one hundred book. It is open to order, and Eric told yeah. us about this. That uh, find your you know it, when you're ordering, make sure you order this book. It's a beautiful cover. It's the art germ, just regular, um, you know. Stanley Lau cover of Phoenix Number One is open to order on Marvel. Now there is a Virgin variant of that same exact thing. It is the cover, only her outfit is green instead of red. Virgin cover. That's the one in one hundred. But there's very little difference. But you are able to open to order Marvel, get a art germ for that cover number one. Yeah, and if you have pre ordered this at two hundred dollars or two hundred and fifty dollars and have subsequently not been able to get your money back, let us know. Um, and we will shame that retailer on our podcast. I know of at least one person, and, and the name escapes me, so I'll, we'll shame them in a future episode on on who refused to refund their money after uh, it was switched from a 1 in 100 to an open to order. I mean, that is classless. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be educated that the one that is not a virgin variant, it's got her with the flames. It's a beautiful cover. She's wearing the red suit, standard cover. That is an open-to-order Marvel variant. Yep. You should not be paying a premium for that in any way, shape, or form. Now, the 1 in 100 virgin variant, that's a different story. That's altogether a different animal. But a lot of people were soliciting the standard cover as uh, yep. ratio or incentive base. It is not. And if you're happy at your current LCS, please stay. But if you're not and you're looking for an LCS... <laughs> Or if one of your LCS is just up and moved from its location and uh, you have no idea where their new location is. Yeah, off the beaten path to a tiny, <laughs> what looks like an old barber shop. Yeah. Uh, moved in one day and just disappeared. That's not a good sign, right? And are trying to charm us back with uh, 
quarter sale books dressed up as dollar books. <laughs> the books that were, uh, yeah, in the basement for since 1997, and uh, couldn't they couldn't get a quarter for them, but now they're now they're the new dollar book. Whatever, <laughs> it's a wonderful place. Another reason we're at Cowabunga Comics in Oconomowoc. <laughs> But we'll get into some of the other things that uh, Eric has helped us suss out because I want to go through the previews like we promised we were going to do with y'all. Um, so I have a few things that Eric has helped me find that aren't necessarily in the previews, but things to be on the lookout for. Okay. But first and foremost, the first thing on my mind was that Phoenix book because it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, and we heard rumblings of some people being taken okay. for rides as far as that's concerned. Nice. Are you done? For the night, uh, this has been Kyle and Drew signing off. No, See I, I thought you said you had more things that were being sussed out or something, and you had to talk about them. That's it? Yeah, I, I, I was going to do that What during my previews. During your previews. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of went out of order. That's fine. Okay. I mean, that's a big story. That's a big thing to me. Big story. You know, any nice Marvel cover being open to order is a huge deal. They don't do that. Because they don't usually do that. Yeah. So they must be getting some flack, I'm guessing. Or, yeah. Um, let me see. Were you around? Yeah, well, you were. You were around when we were talking about how we read our comics and opening yes. that up to um, to our readers, to our listeners, to uh, to to weigh in. Turns so this, out, Drew only reads his comics on the crapper. Yeah, naked. I'll be totally naked. Um, uh, just just for just for the rest of our listeners, um, I'm becoming my normal illness, so you'll hear me coughing again. Uh, <laughs> I will be pre- playing the comics for fun and profit drinking game this evening because I've got a little bit of a. Uh, uh, I'm going to burn this out as quickly as possible, so I got my bottle here. So whenever uh, Drew yawns, I'm going to take a shot, so feel free to pray along. Uh, if you don't hear from me, that's what happens. <laughs> you have, yeah, you drink when I yawn or Kyle makes a sick noise. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to get hammered. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, this is from Julie from VIP Comics. No, I'm a little late to the party on this. Um but I thought hearing about how you guys read your comics was really interesting. And I would have never guessed you both primarily read digitally. Here's how I do things. I read floppy singles. I usually read the first issue immediately. Then if I like it, I get the rest of the run. I wait to read my entire pile of single issues at once. I like this better than trades because it usually costs the same as trades. And occasionally something catches fire that I can sell. Lots of bonus stuff that, that I like doesn't make it to trade. If I'm interested in something, but not enough to make a commitment to sub, I will sometimes pick up uh, the trade when it comes out. Uh, I did this recently with All-Star Batman, which I'm really glad about because the trade was way cheaper than the singles, and I wasn't all too impressed with it. All-Star Batman gets filed into into my, I'm so confused about DC continuity that I want to just stop reading that whole universe pile. (laughs) I get that. I get that. Uh, speaking of which, why don't the big two just release some kind of database or list that lists whether comics are supposed to be canon or not? It's so confusing. Uh, I think we're looking at you, Metal. Um, okay, I digress. I would like to read Dead Digital, but it's so expensive to get new releases and most old stuff except for Marvel Unlimited and, and Comicsology. Do you guys have tips for getting digital comics at lower prices? With regards to where I read, I almost exclusively read trades where I'm, while I'm flying. I'm a super commuter with my job that pays the bills, so I fly quite a bit. Singles I always read after I have washed 
and dried my hands carefully, <laughs> sitting in a chair in my living room under a floor lamp, being very careful not to damage the page's spine or cover. With white gloves. Keep up the white work, guys. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know, super commuter on a plane. That's interesting. Typhalutin. Go, Julie. She said, so do you have any tips on getting digital comics at lower prices? Yes, I would suggest you start your own podcast. And reach out to all the publishers to review said their said comics, and they will sometimes share review copies uh, and review PDFs of their comics with you, and that is the best way to read digital comics. And I do that quite a bit. I mm. I, I, I can try stuff in advance before the the close date to know if I want to read it, or I can sample it with uh, digital pre preview copies, and then. Um, hunt down the good stuff uh, if, if I want to. So that's how I do it. Um, and then if you are uh, shady, you can find them. They're out there. <laughs> uh, you can go do a little exploration on the, on the interwebs and you can, you can find, find digital comics that way. Otherwise, yeah, you got to pay, you got to pay full, full boat through comiXology or, uh, other sites to get their digital comics and you you know similar to hbo logins and direct tv logins uh, a lot of times people share digital license digital media with their friends mm -hmm. um there's been occasion where i've said hey uh let me read your digital book yeah yeah and uh, yeah you can always find a, a marvel reader who's a floppy reader that uh, gives you their codes that's always fun too or yeah, shares their their Comicsology login, so you can just check mm -hmm. it out that way. Um, that was really cool. Thank you for sharing that, Julie. We appreciate that. Um, this is from JT Kent. Um, loving the podcast every week. Can you please have a discussion about judging the potential value of second printings and beyond? I occasionally miss yeah. sold out issues, first issues. They end up having great reviews leaving me with an agonizing decision to make. Recent examples were Animosity number 1 and The Realm number 1. So do I track down the issue on the secondary market, paying that higher price, or buy a second printing, or give up and trade weight? For Realm, my sweet wife bought me a copy on Amazon for 14 bucks. Wow. Uh, including shipping. Well, for Animosity 1, ended up buying a third or fourth printing because I really wanted to read the issues, but I assume it isn't worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> I'm not really an investor seller, but I'd rather not be wasting money on books with no value at all. I now buy all trades digitally since they don't have any value anyway. Um, what are your the criteria you guys use for deciding when to buy second printings? Okay, first rule. If the wait, second wait, printing wait, is... Wait, 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 oh, not done. Sorry, sorry. If they use a different or modified cover, does that then give it back, give it back its value? Thanks for helping me with this math problem and keep up the great work on the podcast. So now go ahead. First and foremost, if it is a different cover, completely different cover in every way, shape, and form, not just a recolor, not just anything else, that is almost always worth it because those become chase. Uh, the, the numbers are always lower for a second print, and if it is a completely different cover, you will get your completionists that have to have that. If it is simply a red version or a blue version or an orange bar instead of this where it just simply says second cover, that's not necessarily even relevant. Um, but if it is a completely different cover, those ones are almost always worth getting because, um, 
like I said, anybody that has the first will, will usually chase that second, and those tend to always uh, sell out. We tend to like sketch when you do when the second print is a sketch. Um, that's often bodes well as well. Um, I remember that with things like Injustice. Second print was a sketch on a couple things, and uh, like the third printing of the the proposal was a sketch. So that was actually hotter than the second printing because it's just a better cover. Um, Drew and I uh, are differ on things like Robotech number one second printing. She was winking, and I said that's awesome. I have to have that. And Drew said I was wrong. Turns out I was right. Oh so God, that's a situation. Um, but if it's like DC does, where it's like, oh, the bar is now orange, or yeah. it's lighter blue, yeah. those have zero value. Yeah, and and I tend to shy away from books that aren't fantastic, and or if they've sold super tons. So yeah. um, if Rebirth goes to a second printing. You know, after selling a million copies and has a different cover, I'd probably stay away from it, I'm thinking. And if it, and, and if there's something like a Nick Fury, which I think is hot garbage, you know, that number one goes to a second printing. And even if it has a different cover, I'm not going to pick that up because I don't think the content is any good or collectible. Yeah, so, you have to keep your eye on things like Marvel, because Marvel will greenlight yeah. a second printing while there are still first prints everywhere and nobody even clamoring for that second printing. So sometimes there's no real rhyme or reason to why there's a second print for some... I've seen Marvel do it more yeah. than most, is why I say that. Yeah, um, and, and I don't know that the big two really change their covers up that often. Um, who's Not great at it lot. is Image. Yeah, uh, Image does a lot of... When their stuff sells through... Uh, they offer that new printing usually along in the FOC along with uh, the, the issue two. So you have the chance to both get the second printing and hop on that train and get issue two so uh, that you, you if you missed the boat on that series, you're you're able to catch up. And um, so so that's good. And I, I, I like that and then they you know uh, you, the FOC you can usually see, the, um, what that cover's going to look like, too. And and that's nice. And Marvel had those Mata second prints, those Mata second prints for the uh, um, the Legacy or yeah. Generations yeah. or whichever one it was. <laughs> those those were a connecting. So that is a situation where a second print is a good thing as yeah. well, especially since you know they're planning on putting everything to a second print, regardless of sales, but it becomes the overarching thing. Um, the, you know, one thing that jumps to mind is the... Uh, like I think it was the third print for Walking Dead that that created the uh, the five issue long connecting variant for Negan's first cover appearance. Oh yeah, that's, that's really, right. Really cool second and third print variant. Yeah, that's right. And it, we just just today I ordered a second print of Slots by Dan Panosian. Um, it had a a really cool new cover that um, was pretty sweet. And I really enjoyed that first issue. So not only did I want to get the second print of the first issue, but I also wanted to get that second issue um, because I I was just sampling it. So uh, it was a good opportunity to do both of those things. Um, I don't long like I haven't done any tracking on long term values. Um, those 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 are my rule of thumb, and I, I don't know how often I'm right or wrong on that. Second printings are usually a quick flip as well. 
they don't tend to continue to go up, uh, you know, as time goes on necessarily. It's mostly, oh man, they only made 3,000 of the second printing. People are more people yeah. than wanted are clamoring for yeah. them. I've got one I can double and triple up right away. Now, are you still using Comic Realm? Yeah, I'm still logging my stuff, yeah. Does that give you the print runs of second prints? No, just first. Where do you get the print runs of second printings? Um, A lot of times when we go through Comic-Con, we'll see it down on the bottoms, and it says the reprint. So we've seen that information on multitudes of occasions. Oh, based on on the the following month's Comic-Con numbers. Yeah, exactly. Ah, so, gotcha. So, so like when we look at it, like the numbers we're getting ready to talk to you later, Generations Hawkeye uh, and Hawkeye number one, the reorder, which will be the second print, is a 12,000 print run of that Mata connecting variant. Um, Dark Knight's Metal, we, uh, number one, remembered, we talked about it going back to the second print because it had a lot of destroyed comics on the other one, so they had to do a second print just mostly because of damage. It has a print run of 9,111. <coughs> I got you. awesome Hulk that everybody was looking for, the second print of the, uh, uh, the Weapon H, uh, 7,000. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I like, I like that. That's, that's really cool. Uh, that, that's good information, and uh, the, yeah, so it's it's you're gonna have to wait and, at least until that the following month to to get that information. Yeah, but for the most part, for like Walking Dead second uh, Walking Dead second prints are usually super rare and five thousand at the most. So those are usually fairly standard to grab right away. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty good segue. Um, let's go to the numbers. Uh, you, we talked about the top ten. Well, we didn't talk about the top ten. I talked to the, about the top ten last week because I was left in the lurch by my own family. I, I took a nap. Yes. So, uh, what we were wondering, I was wondering, Jesus, I was wondering last week if if Marvel Legacy would do as well as um, Metal before it. And uh, I don't even remember what I said. Did I say? Did I say it would probably do 250? Uh, yeah. I think I might, I might have said that. Um, you listen to the show when you're not on it? But of course, sir. Wow, that's that's dedication, Holmes. One of uh, my favorite podcasts. <laughs> one of them? <laughs> one of not, them. You're not going to equivocally say that's your favorite, that our podcast is your favorite. It's just one of them. No, no, no. You'll hurt yourself <laughs> if you pat yourself on the back that hard. <laughs> well, anyway, I wasn't that far off. It did nearly 300,000. Um, of course, Legacy had... It didn't have a 1 in 1,000 variant? Yes. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, because uh, we know uh, our good friends at Cowabunga did a 1,000 of these bad boys mm-hmm. and got that big variant. So, yeah. Um and sold it very quickly, I believe. Um, so yeah, Mar- Marvel Legacy number one did almost three hundred thousand. Um, big number. Uh, did you read it? No, didn't read it. Huh? Didn't want to. <laughs> didn't, didn't want to. Wow. And I I heard bad things. I heard it. Eh. I thought it was okay. I liked it. Oh, um, uh, then we have Dark Knight Metal coming in at number two. That did one hundred fifty thousand for its second issue. Um, so down uh, 121,000 uh, copies from the mm-hmm. from the previous issue, um, but only a 44% decline, which is pretty good for a 1 to a 2, right? Yeah, no, but no doubt. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Venomverse, which did 
105. We've got Batman 30 and 31, which did bracket the hundred thousand dollar or the hundred thousand mark, like I thought it would. So a hundred thousand for Batman 30, and 98.5 for 31. So they dropped a 0.7 percent, and then another point and a half. So it's back below a hundred thousand, and we'll see if 32 continues to drop. What do you think, Kyle? Going to continue to plummet? Yeah, it's going to go down. Not plummet, but drop a percentage. No, I was going to say, it's it's not going to necessarily jump right. But yep. Which one's proposal, or answer to proposal? Mm, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't think. I don't think I've read it yet, so it must be 31. 30 must have been uh, Days of Wine and Roses. Or days of jokers and riddles, wine and roses. What, what am I wine talking? And about? Rose? What am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> is that like a Rolling Stones album? Maybe. Jeez, my my brain only can hold so much information. Uh, so then we had Harley so, Quinn. Okay, thirty and th- thirty one was jokers and riddles. The so one that did not even track, I believe, thirty two is the uh, secondary issue of the proposal, or when we kind of get back to okay. current okay. times. I think that'll be up. I think people are more looking for that than uh, than necessarily were reading what well, turned out to be no thirty two is jokes and riddles again. Friggin' is it thirty three? Thirty three. Yes, thirty three. Thirty three isn't that Joel Jones? Yes. Hmm. She's perfect for that issue. Then all right. Nice. Yes, that is uh, Oel. Yep, artist Joel Jones. Very cool. I, I thought it was out. So it must have. <laughs> Both of those came out? 32 and 33? 33, 1018. No, that hasn't come out yet. Because I thought yeah. you read it and told me what the answer was. I did. <laughs> I saw it ahead of time. Oh, okay. All right, nice. <laughs> so Harley Quinn special. It comes in at rank 6, and it did 97,000. Harley Quinn still got it. Walking Dead up to rank number seven this is our princess issue so gotcha. people clamored for this this also had the uh late to order cover b yeah it had the secret pink variants of uh, as well. yeah. so which we struck that out explains on. the oh yeah swinging to me what do we get 12 copies of that thing between us and still no pinks yeah no doubt ridiculous it uh, happens yeah so 84 two, 84 thousand that's a really nice number it's up yeah what did you say? Twenty twenty eight percent almost. Yeah, that's great. Up eighteen thousand copies, and uh, uh, that's pretty much all equated to that that bump. So then we have uh, rounding out the top ten: Batman the Red Death and Batman the Murder Machine at eighty one thousand seventy eight thousand, <laughs> and then old Action Comics Lenticular Edition nine eighty seven. 71,005 cracks the top 10. So good, good for them. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, what else looks interesting in the old <laughs> list? Biggest thing I want to point out is at number 19, uh, Teen Titans number 12 jumped 71%. That is, sir, why we tie in with metal on smaller published books. 33,000 wow. the previous month, up to 57,000 because of the uh, Batman metal. Time. Because it's on the checklist. <coughs> That's right, because it is part of that. Yeah, put it on the checklist. Yep. Good call. And is that the same thing with Nightwing? Yep, 
Same thing with Nightwing. Which is up, that one. Which is, up, that one up another 18. Uh, Nightwing 29 at rank 29 yep, is up 55.45%. Suicide Squad, Squad below as well. up 50%. Um, so so those DC are... able to gain some footing and some stuff because of their tie-ins. Yeah, those those titles got healthy. Will they maintain that health? No. You can go plummet right back down, or people oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they won't even, they won't even. Nobody will care. Higher. But for that month, it's a it's a, a sweet little bump. Sweet little bump, and then that's it. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Very good. I'm trying to go down and see where Saga is. Saga landed uh, down another percentage point. 700 people dropped off of it. Probably just switched to trade. And those people now account for 40,582 single copy readers. And it's dropped to the top. It's uh, still in the top 50, but barely. We talked a lot about Mr. Miracle number one when it came out the previous month and how it was a, a pretty sold through and hot book. Yeah. Uh, not much attrition between one and two, only down 13% from one to two, which is unheard of. Yeah. Uh, so people sticking with that. And I assume once we hit three and stuff, I'll, well, you might have more people jumping onto that one because uh, it was a hot book. Nice. Um, Star Wars Adventures over at IDW dropped to. Uh, 32,000, so about a 34% drop. Um, so it didn't didn't catch fire like like it maybe it could have, but it, it's still doing okay. Still a win for IDW. Still a win. 32,000. It is their highest seller, so yeah, it's still a win. Yeah, and it's selling about the same as the Wonder Woman Conan crossover with it. Conan is Dark Horse, Dynamite. I don't remember. Titan? One of those Could two. have been any of those. I don't remember who has that license. <laughs> uh, Bloodshot, Bloodshot Salvation, uh, Valiant launched a new number one to 28,000 copies. Um, that is a new Bloodshot, so people were interested in checking that out. I hope they stick around, because everything else is, what, sub 10,000? Yeah, from them? down there. Uh, seven to eternity number nine, uh, sold twenty two thousand and continues to leak a little bit. Dropped six percent again. Uh, lost another fifteen hundred readers to in the single issue. Uh, that Jerome Jerome Opeña art is beautiful, but uh, not not a lot of people reading it, or not as many people reading it. Okay, so so check it out. Here, things that Drew hates, but I'm still going to explain them anyways. Uh, let me see if they're if, if I'm right. Okay. So at rank ten, we have Action Comics 987 Lenticular. At rank twelve, we have Action Comics 988 Lenticular. Mm-hmm. And then these also appear again on the list at ranks 99 and 101 for their standard editions. So they are on here at the 299 price point. They are on here at the 399 price point for the standard and lenticular covers. So Drew likes to add those two together there to get its actual number. What would that add addition be? Um, let's see. On 987, we are going to take 25,000, and we are going to add it to uh, we're going to add it to 71,000. So we're going to put that book just shy of 100,000. So in between the Batman's. Between the Battage, 
think, yeah, it would have been, it would have been right between Batman and Harley, or right under Harley, I think. Yeah, oh, very nice. So when you see the attrition on the standard com- covers, it's just people jumping to lenticular for this month. And then, didn't they decide that they're going to change that model with the Marvel lenticulars are going to be counted with the regulars? I, I am unaware. Again, if it's a different price point, it's a different skew. Yeah, makes sense. Not, didn't, wait, didn't, wait, wait. You fought me tooth and nail. Didn't, didn't, I told you didn't that. at the time. I was angry. Okay. But if, if they're consistent and they stay that way, different price point, different skew, okay. No problem. They're also not consistently showing us books that are a dollar. So just making sure you're still okay with that, too. Uh, if it's under a dollar, they don't show it to us. Oh, that's right. If it's under a dollar, they don't show it. That's what it is. Yeah. If it's a dollar, it works. Under a dollar. I'm still mad about I still want to see those numbers, so I'm still mad about that one, even though they're consistent. It's stupid. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a monopoly. You can make stupid decisions and live with them. Uh, the aforementioned Realm number 1 at 126, 17,441 for what is a very good book, it seems, and uh, a very small print run, so a good ceiling on Realm. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, oh man! She, oh, sorry for a second. Sheena, that's a small print run for uh, a book that I think I got a J. Scott Campbell cover of. So that's pretty awesome. What, what's the number? Uh, one twenty-seven Dynamite Sheena number one. The cover A is a really cool J. Scott Campbell. So, um, looks like there's not a ton of them out there though. Very cool. And our girl, that's awesome at one twenty-eight Redlands number two, um, issue two, losing only one hundred and forty-five books. So yeah, not bad. almost no attrition from one to two. That is awesome. That is a, a fan base saying, um, I'm with you for this ride. Take me there. Uh, 18,000 of them anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Outcast 30. Dropped to just slightly under 3%. And it seems to be winding down. Do we have an end, end point on that? We do not. I think we just we actually just started a whole other uh, uh, story arc. Yeah, it feels. So. It feels like it's. It feels like it's about over. No, no, no. Big I, battle coming, and there's nothing to do after the big battle. Oh, there's plenty of. <clears throat> nah, I think. Take. I I don't see it going past forty or so. Do you? Um, I'm taking the over, sir. Fifty then. I'm taking the over. No, right. see, I'll I, take I, I put, under fifty. I, I, I'll take under fifty. Oh. You take over fifty. Can I have fifty or over? <laughs> no, fifty goes to me. Okay, I'll take it. You're still going over? Yep, I'm still going over. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. We'll see. Um, we've got uh, Elsewhere. Dropped a couple of percentage points for its second issue down for, to 14500 Really good read there. Um, Gasolina, nice debut. 13,000 copies from Image. That's uh, enough to make a little money on if it uh, gets hot. Um, Black Drew Monday Dol- Murders Dol- came back for some reason out of nowhere. Yep, fifteen weeks late. Is it? Yep. Don't scroll down any any farther. Uh, our boys at Southern Bastards are back. Do you know how many weeks uh, that was late? I see thirty-one. I already looked. I at see it. thirty-one. <laughs> That's crazy. Poor guys. Hey, I'm just happy to have it. Yeah. Thirty-one weeks is a long time. <laughs> That's six months, isn't it? More yeah. than. Wow. Uh, Descender. 
uh, 4% drop, it is down to 13,000. And now we are outside the top 150. And Justice 2, still doing Again, it. May, it makes its hay digitally. We think it does. Yeah, we think it does really well. And so this is a nice chunk of icing. 12,000 additional copies. Uh, I like I like the print run of Injustice. Um, I should be all in on this. And I shouldn't have... I, I enjoy reading it digitally, but I should have kept getting the, all the print copies too. So I've been going back and trying to pick those up because I think they're great stories and uh gonna hold that up. tom taylor written on the front i'm in he good he good he good uh snot girl came back with its seventh issue yeah and uh dropped about nine percent uh off that one and it's a little late dang what was hard place about from image I tried to get through it. It was not good. Okay, because issue two dropped down to 4000 So a book that could not afford it dropped hard. Yeah. Well, Lark's Killer dropped like crazy, too. For Devil's Due first comics. Dang. Rick and Morty continues to defy attrition and now is climbing again. Up above 10,000 copies with its 30th issue. Jeez. And Oni's only appearance on here? No. Yeah. There's two Rick and Morty's on here. Yeah. Uh, Oni has Damned on here as well. Oh, I missed that one. Sorry. No worries. Makes my point much less impressive. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to just pull the rug out from money. Don't, don't confuse me with facts. I'd do it again. I just didn't mean to do it in that case. Yeah, yeah. Van Helsing versus the Werewolf, number three, from Zenoscope, selling the exact same number of copies as it did the previous month. Yeah. I, I That's weird. Defies logic. All right, Drew, anything else you can suss out from the numbers or anything? No, need no. need to know about the month of September. You know, some good stuff down here, but um, it's all selling pretty slowly or lowly. And uh, sometimes those small print runs will pan out, but sometimes they're too small and nobody nobody cares. What are we doing next? Are we going to do uh, our previews picks for yeah, the to. month and then Let's go to sneak peek for next week? That sounds awesome. All right. So good. we promised you guys we would kind of give you an insight into just kind of how some of the things that jumped off of the page when we go through previews. Um, not necessarily telling you you have to get them or not, but just things that, huh, when we're looking at them, uh, we stop and pause for one reason or the other. Um, of course, I, I always start in the Marvel book, and my brother always yells at me. So starting in the Marvel, we have Phoenix Resurrection. Um, that's, again, where we wanted to talk a little bit about the art germ variant. That's what we were talking about. That's, that's probably the one to get because everybody's looking for those. And you can get it for cover. So do that. There is also, this uh, This is information from Eric. There is a lenticular for this that is not solicited in your previews. It does not say anything about a lenticular cover for Phoenix Resurrection number one. However, there is a lenticular available. But it came out late and it was not in previews. 
so you are able to get a lenticular for that, but you'll probably have to ask specifically for it. There are three books that have unassigned lenticular covers. Phoenix number one, Avengers 675, and Guardians of the Galaxy 150s. Those will be under-ordered as far as lenticulars because they were not in previews as lenticulars. Excellent. So just FYI on those, those are going to be things that uh, may be sought after because people didn't know they even existed. If there happens to be a big lenticular audience. Um, going on through previews, uh, I stopped on page 8 to talk about Black Bolt number 8. Just simply so I can say I talked about it so Wolf won't yell at me again. <laughs> yes, Wolf, that's for you. That's for you. Which, I'm telling you. Black Bolt number six was great. Uh-huh. That's it, what I, that, I, I did hear that. That story really finished cool, really, really great. I, I just assumed it was over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this, that was a great six-issue mini. And then I'm like, oh, so there's going to be a seven. What are they going to do? I can't I can't wait to find out because it was, it's been, it was really fun. Thank you. Uh, next, follow me to page 16 for Hawkeye 13. Uh, Drew, we have an awesome, awesome LH variant cover by Greg Smallwood that is an homage to uh, Hawkeye number one from our Matt Fraction run. All right. So I thought that was pretty rad and something I might pick up just because I like the way it fits in my collection. <clears throat> well, you you must get uh, Moon Knight number 190. Uh, the great Max Bemis and artist Jason Burroughs and some of the preview pages I'm seeing for this look awesome um so definitely uh pick that up and i'm kind of all in on i did go all in on everything from the first legacy except, so except for the one high-end variant no i went and pulled the trigger on it did you i Holy did cow. yeah i did look at you uh, so i got every single one so that's like five covers six covers i mean it's just nuts that's just a sickness, a Moon Knight sickness that I have, and I don't know why. I can't explain it. The but thing we say we'd like to stop happening, you fed into? I did. I did. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I am a hypocrite, and uh, I don't know if I want to continue to get all the covers of all the Moon Knights, but I want to, I, I don't know. I just had to pull the trigger on the first one. If, if somebody could clip that out where Drew just says, I am a hypocrite, and yeah. uh, tweet that at me, that would be much appreciated. That is a new meme? <laughs> yes. Um, on page 21. Oh, 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 oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. I, read, I read Punisher Platoon. Oh, uh, yeah. Issue number one. Okay. It was so good. It was really? like, um, reminded me of the great Sergeant Rock comics that I read was as a kid. It was part There's of that. There's a shout out to Sergeant Rock in my preview spotlight as well. So just, uh-huh. It, it it's it sounds a it, it feel it felt felt like that when I was reading that first issue, and there's also some like also intrigue going on with the people telling the story about Castle's time in Vietnam, early Castle. Um, but that first issue was a great start to it, so uh, I'm psyched. So and that is a five issue series, I believe. Six, six issue series. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm, I don't know if I pre-ordered that issue, but I'm going to take that. If I did, I'm taking it with me to the the comic the convention in Oconomowoc at Cowabunga where Ennis is going to be because uh, it, I think it would be cool to have him sign that because it's, it's a really good read. Very, very cool. 
One thing I'm not sure is a good read on page 121. We have conveniently the 100th issue of Tales of Suspense featuring Hawkeye and Winter Soldier. Where did that come from? I don't know where that came from. Completely out of left field. Why it would be a Tales of Suspense title. Um, spoiler alert if you're not caught up in some of the Marvel stuff. It starts with Black Widow is dead, but someone is someone is still killing her enemies. So we've got the two ex-boyfriends of her of Black Widow teaming up together to find out uh, what's going on there. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of weird that, you know, ah, issue 100 of this obscure Tales of Suspense series is going to do this. Did we have a conversation about Hawkeye not being being a legacy Good. but not counting any of the previous Hawkeye runs? We've talked about that. That Man, that was a lot of fuzzy math to get that number. And it's 13. I, it's 13. I, I, is it just... Yeah. Kate, Kate, Hawkeye, stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know why they're not combining them and just telling any Hawkeye story they want to tell in it. Mm-hmm. To, to, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I'm confused. Whatever. What do you think oh, about Marvel two and one? Are you excited about that? The thing no, coming because back. I think the thing, and it's just is it just me or does the thing look really weird? Like the art. That's Jim Chung art. Yeah. And Chip Zdarsky's the writer. That's cool. But, like, and I have good memories of Marvel 2 and 1s, and I always see them when I dig through old boxes. I'm like, ah. Well, but let's go over it now. Okay, so when Peter Parker Spider-Man comes out, uh-huh. where's that on your stack? How quickly do you read it? Not real quickly. I'm, I'm no. I, I, there's too many Spider-Books. Too many Spider-Books, and it's not, it's not been outstanding. Correct. It's been okay. Okay does not get top of the stack. So Correct. I'm not really... And I don't know if I want another Yuck Yuck comic right now. Correct. And nobody's claiming for members of the Fantastic Four. I don't know about that. Seriously, nobody's asking for any members of the Fantastic Four. Nobody misses them. I want the the whole team back. Why? You don't remember the Fraction FF run? I do. I own it all. It was great. It was good. There's not... I'm a firm believer that there are very few good fa- uh, Fantastic Four runs of anything. <gasps> ah, Come on. Yeah, uh, awesome. Kirby? Silver, silver. Kirby? The first Galactus? It's, yeah, that'll give you. There's Server, one of them. Sil- first Silver Surfer? You're not, you, That's the same thing. That's the same run. Is that, is that 48? Is that the same uh, issue? They're the sa- it's that same arc. That's great. Other than that, it's just... First in humans? No, absolutely not. You're not pinning me with the first in humans as uh, fantastic well, nothing. Wolf and I are big in humans fans now, so... You are not a big in humans fan. I am. I, I am. I haven't seen okay. the show yet, but I, I I like two or three of their books now. There's like 50 of them, and you like two of them? I like two or three of them, yeah. So you're a big Mosaic fan now? No, who's that? That's 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 Is he in a human? Yeah. Do I have to like all of the humans? Or can you I just... have to like at least 50% to like the I like Black Bolt and Medusa. That's... What? And That's the dog. Not... And the that... dog. And the and the dog. Oh, yeah, that weird dog? Yeah. So... No. That Sorry, doesn't that count. count. That's not doesn't enough. Count. Can't give it to you. Mm. Mm. All right. But, but, okay. I do not miss FF. In the, in the latest Spider-Man... Uh, 
one of like the the Japanese mafia girl asked asked Peter Parker or asked Miles Morales if he was uh, inhuman, and he was like, I don't really know what I am. Like it was possible, <laughs> like it was possible that he could be an inhuman instead of. But he was bitten by a spider. This this Miles was still bitten by a spider, right? I can't remember what happened in the Ultimates universe that he came from or whatnot. I think so. It, well, 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 he came. Uh, so Can we just add comics for fun and profit. Comics fun and profit, and tell us if you know uh, why he would be confused and uh, who he, what he, what you think he is. <laughs> and did he really? It, is it the is it the Miles that was ultimate that is here or is or did we just retcon that and now it's just a new Miles that was always here in the six one six and See, ultimate? I, I'm under the assumption ultimate. it was the ultimate guy that came in, but then we like we got Ganky though are magically alive and I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, yeah we got we got Ganky and mom and dad changed and then we didn't get we didn't get the girlfriend mm-mm. the well not little Kitty Pride the girlfriend we didn't get her she didn't come mm-mm. she didn't make it. I, it was really, really hazy. Marvel, yeah. why do you do yeah. that? Why do you do that stuff? Why do you do this? Okay, um, on page 24 and 25, we have Amazing Spider-Man slash Venom, Venom Incorporated, Alpha Number 1. Oh. I, on, I only call this out because uh, Slot is writing Venom. Yeah. I'm curious, I'm curious what he does or how deep he dives in this thing. I don't care. Peter Parker, Eddie Brock, and Flash Thompson have one major thing in common. The Venom symbiote changed all of their lives. The inky black alien life form is doubling down on our heroes. And they're not the only ones about to be put through the ringer. Venom Incorporated kicks off here and rolls into Amazing Spider-Man and Venom as a familiar face rises to a new level of villainy. Mm. 40 pages, so of course they're charging us 5 bucks. Nice. Uh, let's see what else. Take my fancy. Uh, page thirty-five. The uh, Mighty Thor seven hundred two. Uh, I'm not reading this, and like this cover, I'm just I don't want to see this. I mean, I don't. It's not intriguing to me. I just I'm I'm pretty much out, and I'm not being pulled back in by anything. I don't think. Okay. Just kind of. We got our fiftieth uh, Star Wars title. This one is called Last. Jedi Storms of Crate number one, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe I'll check it out. But then I see it's written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Just, yep, and I had they, that flag for that. They're garbage. For that exact reason. They're they, terrible. I, they've never been a everything ever. I've given them multiple chances, and they've it's all never garbage. They're do, they're awful. Yep. Page forty nine. We have Spirits of Vengeance number three. That's just a Dan Mora cover. I always point those out to you. Um. Okay, can you tell me on page 77, the X-Men Grand Design number one, a $6 book by Ed Pisker. What 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 is this? And is it just an old rehash? I don't know. I know it's the price is not right. Correct. But it's Ed Pisker, Hip Hop Family uh-huh. Tree yep, yep. creator. He's doing a new series chronicling all of X-Men history. So it'll be in the, in the spirit of Hip Hop Family Tree, where it's telling the long history, only in little vignettes, Ed Pisker style. I am so in. I don't even care about the six dollar price tag. Even at six dollars, you are even at six dollars because this is going to be a thick book. It's going to be. Uh, it's forty eight pages. 
That's that's two advertisements more than that's regular. That's two book. comics that are normally three ninety nine, so you're saving a buck. It's uh, it'll be great. It is going to be great. I am all in on this. And it's one of two. There's only two of them. Yep, in the I series. want them both, and I want them in the when they get collected in a hardcover, oversized. I want that version of it. Uh, I want it all. It I, I love Ed Pisker. There we go. That's me. And there you go. And, and cool. That's what I want. That's the information I wanted to know. And now it's just going to be a, a, a question of whether I can get over that six dollars. No, it's a hard no for you. I know. Yep. Okay. And the final thing I want to talk about in Marvel is on page eighty-six. Your girl Ashley Witter with the Doctor A for number fifteen cover. Yeah. Um, not my favorite Ashley Witter cover, but yeah, she's she's phoned some of these in, so yeah. um, I'm cooling on her a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put. One. I'm gonna pour all my attention into Joel Jones stuff. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. And Fiona. Oh, yeah, and Fiona. Um, jumped into the uh, previews, and man, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying with Dark Horse. Uh, I'm trying with IDW. None of their stuff even made me want to stop. I mean, what about Giants? Enough... Okay, talk to me about Giants. Giants number one. The Valderrama Brothers, a, a cataclysm of unknown origins, unleash a race of gigantic monsters whose presence was has driven humanity underground. There, two orphans discover that the most dangerous monster is ambition, which unchecked will grow until it devours you. Does is this an IDW good? or is that Dark Horse? It's Dark Horse. We go in order, right? Yes, correct. After we do, after we jump to the middle with Marvel, then we go to then we go in order. I'm looking at the, its own book. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't recognize much of the creative team, and I didn't like the art on Giants. Yeah. And then we also have just in time for Christmas, a Hellboy Kramp, Krampus tale by Mike Mignola with art by Adam Hughes. Uh, Krampus had its own book last time and did nothing. Right, but this could be uh, for the you know to fill the hole, the Claus hole in your heart. Uh, no, there is no Klaus hole. Klaus is in this. We will get to that. Claus. I'm going Klaus. No, you're wrong. Whatever. Okay, so uh, yeah, that that's about it in um, Dark Horse. So I get that. Now, IDW. We're not there yet. Remember, we go in order. Oh, what's... Oh, DC. DC. After, DC. Um, okay. The Immortal Men, number one. James Hyder, the fourth. Jim Lee and Scott Williams. This looks no. pretty rad. Uh, I'm going to do it. No. The, the, what is this weird A thing they're doing with these covers? These, these vertical fold-out covers? I don't know. It's dumb. All of these are going to be damaged. There is no way they survive. <laughs> they can't do metal covers, let alone this. This is going to be awful. Uh, it's cool that they're doing all these crazy fold-out, yeah. flip-out, tri-gate yeah. folds. <coughs> and it's oh, still a $3 speaking book. Speaking of which, so, dear, dear online comic retailer, who shall remain nameless, that we fired mm -hmm. recently yes. as our store, uh, don't put your comic books in backwards in the backs. Yeah, freaks me out. I mean... It just invites damages to your comics. Yeah, put, not, don't not put really them in happy. backwards. 
Um, I think with this Immortal Man, we could get maybe a, a first appearance of a weird character that might end up doing something. we got a, a bunch of old characters, your plastic men's, and a bunch of things that seem kind of rad. So um, this is something I'm going to at least grab up. So, so this is Immortal Man. Yeah, it's only but three bucks. It's your boy. I don't like him. It's James Sinusworth, writer of Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, which and is also back. Out. Yes, yes, yes. That was a, that was a, that was a, that was a sneak peek. Damage number one by Robert Venditti with art and cover by Tony S. Daniels. Nope. On our next page, another crazy gatefold comment. Um, you're still saying no? Yeah. Do I, no, no to damage. Okay, I'm not as big on that one, no. but I thought it looked it looked neat enough. It's another dollars. There's another another, do- another doomsday clock. Jump. It's, it looks like a whole other doomsday. So you you want to get to doomsday clock? Uh, Going to be huge. People are excited about it. Um, you, you get it. Get this whole series. Um, don't even think. Just get them. I don't know how many I ordered, but I didn't order enough. I needed to get. I need to get multiple runs of this. This is. This is going to be a big thing. And, Twelve uh, issues. And I, I wasn't excited about it at the time, but I'm getting excited about it now. Why? Um, what, what? What flipped that switch? There was too much stuff going on. I was in the middle. I was. I was reading Genesis, not Genesis. Generations. I was reading <laughs> Generations. Drew what, was in his Bible, and all of a sudden, when, <laughs> when I when I, when I have a stroke, you gotta you have to drink all the bottle, the entire oh. bottle of what you got left. So, okay. So I was reading Generations. We had. Uh, legacy coming. I was in the middle. There's me, uh, a metal prequel and into metal at the time. There was too much stuff going on, and, that, and they were they were pump, pimping this this doomsday clock. And I was like, I just don't have time. I can't. I don't even want to think about another event. I right tried now. to talk to you about it. I I said I it was a big deal last time, and I didn't. And I was like, I just don't. I don't want to deal with it right now. And now it's too late. It's not too late. We can. Oh, we're good. I'm only at two, so it's only at okay. two, so I'm not that, I guess it's not that yeah, late. Yeah, and it hasn't even really hit, so I mean, and yeah. there'll, there'll be lenticulars to have, just make sure you're there day one. Mm, maybe. Uh, the other book that was before those, I, I wasn't real keen on, whatever, the uh, the Silencer by Dan Abnett, I was not into. Yeah. I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, you're big on Batman and the Signal because uh, uh, Duke's in a yellow suit? Yeah. Uh... I and think the first issue, right? The signal wasn't that the first issue when he debuted his new suit. Yes. Yeah, I think that was the one, and that was just. I don't know if that really got excited or not. Gotcha. Okay. All right, page number eighty-six. Here we go. Batman: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Volume Two, Issues One and Two. By James Stein in the fourth, and art and cover by Freddie Williams the second, with a variant by Kevin Eastman. Walk, don't run, pick him up. This was super well done last time, um, and I cannot wait for this series that does not have. I, we don't know how many issues in this one in. Co-published by IDW, so this one will go for a while. They're not going to stop this one at six. Yeah, well, uh, Tinian Tinian's. Spread himself then. He's got three or four books right now going simultaneously. He, he had three or four books last time, and he did fine. Well, fine is an opinion. No, some, no, no. I, I'm, a, I'm okay. a professional online podcaster, Drew. It's my job to, <laughs> to say these things. 
and it, it was it was superb. It was one of my books of the year last year. Uh, okay, page eighty-seven of your DC previews. We see the DC Universe Holiday Special two thousand seventeen number one. But we have creators like Greg Rucka, Tom King, Jeff Lemire, Max Landis. And we talked about it earlier, but we have things like Sergeant Rock fights the Nazis on Hanukkah. What is this? I got, I'm in. Page 87, the DC Universe Holiday Special 2017. Very Number cool. One. So you want to see Sergeant Rock fighting the Nazis on Hanukkah? You want to see whatever it is that Max Landis writes in this? Or yeah. Dennis O'Neill, Tom King, Greg Rucka, Christopher Priest... Shay Fontana, Josh Williamson, and many more. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. Let's do it. Ten bucks, uh, one shot. Uh, looks like a lot of fun, and like I said, uh, a couple things I'm interested in are, are in it. Uh, Stefan Sejic killing it on art for Aquaman 31 on page 89. Dan Mora is doing uh, covers on Batgirl 18. Yeah. Point those out. Those are neat. Um, if we go to Supergirl 16 on page 118, we are continuing to get our art germ cover bees. So don't forget about that. That's going to be a good run to have. Big fan of that. Uh, Mora is also doing art on Titans number 18. Um, why did I do this one? Oh, so, and, uh, Sinkevich doing the variant covers for Trinity on Trinity 16. So there is a four-part crossover between Superman, Super Sons, mm-hmm. Teen Titans. Um, <laughs> it is called. three of those four parts in this. Part. It is. It is the Super Sons of Tomorrow Part One that starts in uh, Superman thirty-seven, mm-hmm. and it is. Uh, the Batman of Tomorrow travels to the present to prevent a cataclysmic disaster before it happens, revealing that Superboy will soon be responsible for the death of millions. But Superman will do anything to protect his son. And the Batman of Tomorrow is unwavering in his resolve to take down the Boy of Steel. Don't miss a clash of titanic proportion in the opening chapter of this game-changing story. Uh, so if you don't normally read all these books, I don't read t- Teen Titans, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't forget that this this storyline is going to be going over into that, and you might want to read that because it could be a pretty cool, cool and thing. This may be our first appearance of the Superman of Tomorrow. I'm not sure how that works. Me neither. No idea. Uh, uh, my multiverse uh, is weak. <laughs> Weeks off. Uh, Drew, come with me to the Vertigo section to page 143, where I'm going to solicit you to talk about Astro City number 50. Yeah. That's really awesome because um, Kurt Music has been uh, shepherding this title through multiple volumes and launches and, and and faltering and and he's able to have this nice sustained run of fifty and he had done, he had done a, he's done over a hundred total. We kind of celebrated that a while back, and uh, uh, this is this is going to be another great one. And this is like looking at, um, you know, when when these events happen, these secret empires and and secret wars and stuff like that happens. Um, what happens is like the regular regular people that that get killed or their lives get destroyed because uh, this stuff happens. And he always looks at things from an angle that are super cool. So um, 
it's uh it is pitched as a sequel to the Iser nominated the nearness of you Astro City tale which um is considered by many to be the Astro City's best story ever and I don't remember that by its title so it may have been an earlier one that I either haven't read or can't remember the title to so is that the one where the gorilla plays drums? It's not the one where the gorilla plays drums. But uh, that is probably the only one you know. So I, I, that'll be yeah, your answer to any Astro, Astro City trivia. That would be the answer yes. for you. Gotcha. So yeah, uh, pick so that up. That issue 50, very cool. Um, can't beat that. All right, that, that finishes my DC and Vertigo. And uh, Drew, dazzle me with your knowledge of this month's IDW. Well, <laughs> uh, dazzle me with your knowledge. Well, there is Assassinistas, which um, that looks awful. <laughs> not to throw shade. No, you're not even not even going to attempt it. Not even going to attempt Assassinistas. No. Yeah. Are you going? To it's a ter- it's a terrible solicit. Okay, it's an awful solicit. Um, it's the Black Crow imprint. Of IDW, I, I don't know what that means. Um, or Black Crown imprint. Um, and it, yeah, the solicit reads bad. The, the uh, art is a little all reddish. Uh, so that's, that, that'll split some people. Um, it, it's pitched as Kill Bill and, and Venture Brothers combined. So um you know that's, that's that's i love both kill bill and the venture brothers this ain't either you don't know that you don't know that and then we've got Tin- teeny howard who's good we've got gilbert hernandez who's good um i think i think this is worth checking out this first issue and don't read the don't read this solicit because the solicit is pretty poorly written and does not help sell the, the book Thirty-two pages, three ninety-nine from IDW. Thirty days of night, number one. I I like the concept of being in a place with perpetual night and vampires, so that's neat. But it's a it's a existing title. Yeah. Scarlet Strike Force number one. Uh, that's freaking me out. And no. Rob Liefeld cover. If you're so inclined. And then just regular stuff, and like I said, the the thing I'm still getting is I'm still on uh, Star Wars Adventures. Yeah, still looks good. Um, page one eighty, you can see that some red looking yeah. stuff. And then that's I'm about it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. but there's something. There's something there. When Correct. you when you look at IDW in a in a monthly chunk, it's a little more impressive than the weekly ones. Correct. Slightly. All right, let's begin at page 194 with we our favorite image. And we're going to stop for just a second and talk about Rumble number one. Yeah, what's so that about? volume of Rumble. We've started over. We have a new artist. How many issues did the previous volume get to? Like 14? Mm, it was around, no, it was 20 or something like that. It was good. I enjoyed it. it did, you get it to 20 and then you start over at 1? I mean, yeah, a lot of these things have that kind of hey, if we redo a number one, then more people I, will jump on. I get it and if it's a, if it's every six issue story arc. I get it. 
But they switched artists. They thought this is the time to do it. We have a whole new artist. It's a whole new art style. So yeah, Rat Queens did this. Well, Rat Queens did it because they had to, and they just they had such a long era between it that they decided it was the thing to do. This was the last time a Rumble came out. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm trying to look up right now, actually. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for this. I like the characters. I'm a big fan of Rathrak and you know the scarecrow in search of his body without a soul or a heart oh god i've uh, forgotten all about warrior. this yeah it's it's fun there there's there's several characters there's there's more multiple storylines going through here um it's enjoyable i hope it finds its footing again and i i have the ability to continue to follow it um but if it does the same thing where it doesn't come out consistently and it doesn't do a lot of things right yeah then even I'm going to fall behind and be done. It is a uh, moment of silence. Everybody take a knee for the last elephant man. If I take a knee, too soon. Too soon for that. <laughs> it is a moment of silence for the final elephant man, number 80. Richard Starkings is, is closing the book on his passion project, Elephant Men. And uh, I think you oh, we we eighty issues of a creator owned comic. Hats off to him. Let's check that out. Uh, writer Richard Starkings, artist uh, Axel Medeline, which sometimes some of his art is fantastic, and a cover by Boo Cook, who I'm not familiar with, but probably does a lot of these covers. Yeah. FYI, Rumble Volume One, fifteen issues. Ah, I was closer. Um, what do you think of Bonehead number one Top Cow yeah. story by Brian Hill with Roald Roald Marcellus on art yeah the mask is who you are it looks like Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is what I get visions of when I see him from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah Casey Jones dude in the hockey mask yeah yeah that's kind of what I see. And in a near future, a sprawling megalopolis sees the rise of boneheads, parkour gangs who live for the thrill of physical risk and use neuro-linked helmets to augment their abilities. As a gang war threatens to tear the city apart, a mysterious bonehead rises, a man with no past who might be the key to saving the city's future. Intriguing. Yeah. I will probably give that one a shot. Yeah. Uh, curse words holiday special. Um, I'm I'm not going to. The uh the Royals '90s the Royals number eight uh, cover B '90s album homage variant is for uh, a whole album. Sonic Youth. No, is that so- yeah? That's 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 right. That's the uh, the whole album. Yeah, I can't remember which whole album it is. I think it was the second whole album. Um, so not as cool or iconic of a choice, but you know, he's going to be doing a few of these. So uh, he'll be able to work through some, some pretty cool. Yeah, I think the next one is Sonic. There was a Sonic Youth, there was a Weezer, and there was a whole album were the three that were going to be done on that one. There's four. I don't know what the fourth one is. Yeah. Oh, shoot, there was a fourth. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Paradiso number one is the other new image solicit. Uh, Rav M on the story. Um, we Guy don't know by the fragments of the past. Blah blah. blah. Uh, we it, it not tickling me. Um, we've got an interesting solicit for Walking Dead one seventy four. 
You keep moving past all the number ones for image. We can bounce around. It's not alphabetical. Okay, Why you literally said at the beginning we have to go in order. No, we we don't. We okay, we, know. we we went right. once we went to Marvel you you ruined it. So, uh it's it's called a solitary life and it looks like it's going to follow Negan um on while well, he's back on his own again. Um so it's written by Robert Kirkman with art by Stefano Godwino and Cliff Rathburn with a cover by Dave Stewart. And then it says art and cover by Charlie Adler. So I, I don't understand that. I, I don't understand that. Are, are they listing? Is 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 Charlie just doing the pencils again? Is he still doing the pencils? Because we got to have Charlie doing the pencils, right? We absolutely do. And so is it just a weird way of listing the artists? And you got to give anchors first credit or something? I, I have no idea. I have no idea how they do these these listings, but it better be an Adler book inside. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if they're coming in and doing finishing and helping with the shading or something, that's fine. But helping make I, it so not every character looks the same, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. But we're you know we're 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 still gonna get plenty of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm still sleepless. Number one, um, it's our girl Sarah Vaughn from Alex and Ada. Um, doesn't look very interesting, but with she writes good stories. Without the her partner, her typical draw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This mm. is with Leila Del Duca from Shutter and Afar. Yeah, pass. Rock Rock Candy Mountains back with its uh, sixth issue uh, from Kyle Starks, and that first first uh, story was great. So I was super excited about that coming back. I, I I don't have a whole lot more in image. Just kind of yeah. standard affairs. Yeah. It's uh not as heavy uh with with the launches, so uh kind of a surprise, right? Yeah, so um uh, keep doing your standbys and take a flyer on a couple of those number ones. Like I said, there was a few that we liked and a few that we didn't. Yeah. Uh the next thing that I'm really interested is in Aftershock True. Okay. Um so page two sixty one, I'm in Aftershock and Monstrito Mechanica. Number Monstro one. Mechanica, right? Oh, yep. Monstro Mechanica. I had my post-it in front of half of it. A new series. Um, who's Paul, Paul da Vinci. Who's Paul Aller? Uh, the guy who writes Monstro Mechanica. You don't know him for anything, right? Uh, no, he did TM, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I've read a few of those, but I, I don't necessarily know him. And uh, Winona Earp is Chris... The guy who's doing the art. Um, Ooh, we didn't like that art. Me. I didn't like the. I didn't like much about that book, but I don't remember art being the reason I didn't stick with it. It wasn't the art that was the problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci and a bunch of other cool stuff. So it seemed like a, a pretty rad premise. So I was like, I'm in. I'm then out. on the next page we have Backways number one, written by Justin Jordan. I'm back in. I'm in. And uh, it is a, there is a hidden nation, a nation of magic and madness, one that exists in all the forgotten spaces, your basement, your attic, the haunted house down the street. Any one of those might be a part of the backways. So, yeah, I'm in. And there is a Ben Templesmith cover, and I always like those freaky covers by Templesmith. Yeah, he's good. 
I'm also continuing on Brilliant Trash number two because I like Seeley and I'm going to continue on his stuff. And I'll still so, be getting Jimmy's Bastards for Jimmy's the Garth Ennis so, goodness. Uh, Aftershock, uh, doing well with us. Yeah. Doing very well with us. Um, if we go to page 280, we're into our Archie's books. Uh, we have a super secret Jamie McKelvey cover B where we had the super secret Fiona book last time. So, not as interested in the Jamie McKelvey, but neat to see they're still continuing with that. All right, man. I got some awesome stuff in Boom here coming up at page 296. Okay. Of course, we have Klaus and the Crisis in Xmasville, number one. We get more Grant Morris and Dan Mora Klaus. $8.48 pages, full color. For some odd reason, I'm not even going to complain You're about the You're not complaining about the price here. Hmm. Uh, I, Interesting. I, just, correct. I don't know why I'm not complaining, yeah. and I'm not sure what's happened to me. I'm Perhaps, super excited about Judas. I, I have a, that was my next thing. Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. It, uh, okay, written by Jeff Loveless, who I'm not completely familiar with. Illustrated by Jacob Belilka, with a cover by him as well. It is a cool premise. Judas Iscariot journeys through life and death, grappling with the place, with his place in the greatest story ever told, and how much his part was preordained. In a religion built on redemption and forgiveness, one man had to sacrifice himself for everything, and that wasn't Jesus. Yeah, it was Judas. That's really Judas. that's a really cool angle. Yeah, that's a gr- that is a well done solicit. They give us very little, but just enough that, like, legitimately give me all four right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it seems awesome. 32 pages, three ninety nine, full color. Um, that legitimately is the book I'm the most excited about in this previews. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's Because there's an awful lot of hype uh, uh, up top with the other stuff. Yeah, with big books and events yeah. and something. But that just, it sounds good. And uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. And uh, then there's not much for me until um, there's a maybe in Lion Forge. So, uh, page 372, we have Summit number one from Lion Forge. Amy Chu writing this. Um, so, the only known surviving astronaut from a suicide mission that saved the world, and the media will not let her forget yeah. it. Now, a social recluse, Val is seeing visions, hearing voices, keeping a vain, very dangerous power inside her, and the cosmic gift she received from surviving a near death experience is about to be unleashed. Yeah. Um, the art looks really good. The pages that they give us look great. Um, it seems, like, I mean, it's not a premise that's just like, ooh, gotta have that, but. It seems pretty rad, and uh, uh, it's one I'm like, okay, cool. Lion Forge, I don't do a lot of Lion Forge, but uh, this one is right at my eye. Do you remember when I said, I'm not ever doing anything from Chapter House, a bunch of Canadians, what do they know about comics? Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, yeah, Some, yeah. Me yeah, saying we, something we, along those lines? Yeah, we got letters. It was very hateful. You yeah, yeah, it was a really it, yeah. a lot of Canadian hate. Well, yeah. that was before... They were, they were really... Sorry to say this, but uh, yeah, that was rude, eh? <laughs> that was before uh, Jay Baruchel... Uh, bought 20% stake in Chapter House and hired himself to write <laughs> Captain Canuck Year One, number one. And you know Jay Baruchel from Freaks and Geeks, maybe? Oh, yeah. And he's, he was in that uh, Seth Rogen movie about the, the... This is us, or this is the end. This is the end, and uh, 
Undecided was my favorite thing that he was ever in. He was in Undecided, which was a TV show, uh, short lived. Um, I like, I, and he, he was on, he's also on FX show um, uh, that I really enjoyed, but uh, which name is escaping me. But anyway, he's an actor. Um, he's a Canadian. Two things, two strikes against him right there, right? But <laughs> in the comic world, yes, in the comic world. But so he he's he's paid. He got a, bought a twenty percent stake in Chapter House. Hired himself to write this book, um, Captain Canuck, Year One, and uh, so uh, he's writing the origin story, and I, I want to check it out. I want to see what his comic book writing is. I didn't realize he was such a massive comic book fan, um, and that's kind of He hangs cool. out with Rogan. Rogan's a big comic book guy as well, so... Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I recommending a Canadian comic. Very nice, very nice. Um, Drew, this one's for you, uh, page 386, we are in Oni Press, and we have You Have Killed Me, soft cover edition. Alright. Written by Jamie Rich, with art by Joel Jones, from the creators of Lady Killer. This is in Oni. Yeah, in Oni. Is it a, is it a trade? I don't have it on my list. Advanced Solicit for February 2018, Spotlight Comic. Okay, it's not on my list. Okay. On the online, the, the online, the catalog. classic graphic graphic novel collaboration from the minds behind Lady Killer returned to a new soft cover format. Oh, it's a it's and, a it is a graphic novel. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a comic. Yeah, it is a twenty dollar book, hundred ninety two pages, six by nine format. But uh, it's your Lady Killer. What's it called? Uh, black and black and white. You have killed me. You have killed me, graphic boy. Man, you really did some research on this one. I did. So, I did some digging. I want to make sure. People see that I'm not just grabbing your your, your superhero fan. So this is old stuff. That's what I wasn't sure. That's why I was at was curious. Uh, gra- classic graphic novel returns in a new soft cover. So this is something that's existed before. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm not completely interesting. Sure of. Interesting. Yeah. It's 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 Joe L. Jones on art doing black and white interiors. Yeah. Those were the one. Those were the affordable pieces of um, original art at our table. Were from. I think, well, how do we this. know it was being reissued? That might have been a great call on us. Yeah, I probably should have grabbed a couple of those. Doggone it. That's neat, though. That is neat. Yeah. Uh, something to to look into. I'm gonna have to do some research because I'm not finding you have killed me anywhere in a database necessarily. Uh, all right. Why did I like this book, or did I like this book? Oh, I think I was just mad at the price point. Um, Titan Comics, page four hundred four, under Scourge of the Sewer, number one, one of two. Um, a six dollar book, fifty six pages. So I'm just kind of wondering why Titan Comics is soliciting new IPs at six bucks a piece, fifty-six pages, and why they think that's better than uh, you know a four-issue run. I just thought that was kind of weird. Makes no sense. Yeah, that's not that's not something that I think is a, a good decision on their part. And we have new Quantum and Woody drew from Valiant. Quantum and Woody. It's back. Number one. It's back. By Daniel Kibblesmith with art by Kano. And we have standard covers. 
We have extreme ultra foil covers. We have extreme ultra foil chase variant covers. We have icon variants by Neil Adams covers. And we have another of the most variant cover of all time. Is this one affordable? Uh, it does not say. So Probably not. So there you have it. Yeah, but just for Quantum and Woody fans, yeah, the art looks really good. And if you're into Quantum and Woody, this is a good thing. And the Neil Adams cover is actually really, really, really cool looking. Yeah. And, of course, you also have the option to do the Quantum and Woody 1 through 4 pre-order editions. <laughs> we nice. love so much. We love them. But okay. that's all I got. All right. Well, we still got a freaking sneak peek to do, so let's crank into that bad boy. All right, all right, all right. Let's we got... head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's click on upcoming releases. Let's find October 18th, 2017. That's our very next Wednesday. And Drew, why don't we start where we always love to start? Let's start in Dark Horse. Nothing. Nothing. Department H or Depth. Oh, wait. Continuing to trug along. Go ahead. Sherlock Frankenstein is actually a Black Hammer uh, side project. Ah, so if you like Black Lemire. Hammer, you want to check out this because it's it's examining Lucy Weber, the daughter of Black Hammer, before um, she grew up to be. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's her prequel. It might be her prequel. Just check it out. Exceptional. All right, let's head on down to DC Comics then. Here we have Batman 33, A Dream of Me, Part 1. Following his marriage proposal to Catwoman, Batman leaves Gotham City on a quest of renewal and redemption. As he travels and fights, he encounters members of his family, each disturbed by Batman's journey, each ready to stand in his way, each ready to push back against Batman's stubborn determination to evolve into something better than a superhero. But yeah, I think the numbers will be up on this one. I think this will sell through good. We have art by Joel Jones on this one. And we have our proposal answer. That's cool. That's cool. Yep. I'm excited. Batman the Drowned number one. As the events of Dark Knight Metal rock the DC Universe, the creatures of, dark, of the Dark Multiverse stand ready to invade our world. How can even the world's greatest heroes stop a horde of deadly beings that appear to be powerful nightmare versions of familiar figures? Find out today. That looks pretty rad. The art looks good. Yeah. The one thing about these Dark Multiverse stuff, they're cool. These characters are friggin' cool. Second print of... Dark Knight or Batman the Red Death number two or number one, the second print of it. Uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn variant is this really wicked uh, Cho variant with Harley on. Wait, didn't wasn't that last week's or is that this week? No, that's this week's. Um, we talked to Eric about that in the uh, F FOC. Uh, a really good one to pick up before Halloween. A cool little tie-in and a really nice show variant on that one. That one will sell out as well, I guarantee it. 
Mr. Miracle number one and a third print, Mr. Miracle number two on a second print. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Nightwing 31. Uh, Nightwing 31 cover B is wrong in the website. Drew, you're not finding anything you like? Not in DC. Um, nothing Nothing special, nothing uh, interesting. Wildstorm Lee, Wonder Woman Conan, one and variant. All right. All right. I was just looking at a few things. It looks like we can go ahead and move on down to IDW. I am super excited for Kid Lobotomy. Uh, it's written by P- Peter Milligan with art by Tess Fowler. I like both of those creators. It's Kafka meets King Lear by way of Young Frankenstein with a dark, demented monthly satire that follows a dysfunctional family of hoteliers. Will sibling rivalry, seduction, and shape-shifting eventually lead to sanity or salvation? So I'm excited about this. Uh, It'll get weird because Peter Milligan does some weird stuff, Um, but I I want to check it out. Um, this is where the Black Crown imprint starts. So this is the first book of the new Black Crown series, which is IDW's, essentially, it looks like, is their attempt to sway your images and your aftershocks, less <coughs> properties and more original titles. 23 pages for $4? That sounds low. It's about what Marvel gives you. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't have ads like Marvel does, so... Um, I'm pretty sure that's right around the same number. Hmm. Special 23 pages of story in the first issue. That doesn't seem like a selling point to me. Special 23. <laughs> you only get 22. There you go. Wow, the uh, cover B looks nothing like the cover A. It looks Not, like completely yeah. different books. It's different books, yeah. I really like the, the disparate. I'm getting both covers. so. Very well. Uh, let's see. Star Wars Adventures number three. Uh, looks like we got a little fin in this one, so that's good. So, oh, there's more yawning by Drew. <laughs> Did everybody Time take a drink? Take a drink. That stupid microphone picks up my yawn. That sucks. <laughs> Can't get away with anything. I know. Anything else in IDW? No, no. All right, let's head on down to Image Books. I am super psyched for something in here, too, and it is Steve Scrosi's Maestro. So uh, the guy that brought that did all the art for Brian K. Vaughn's We Stand on Guard uh, is now doing the writing and the art chores for Maestro's. It's going to be pretty. I don't know (laughs) if it's going to be a a well-written story, um, but I I really want to check it out and... uh, uh, it is uh, about dumb stuff. The the solicit reads <laughs> the, the, the solicit's not great, but I'm hoping that the art wins me over and the story is better than the than the solicit. So uh, I I'm interested in Steve Scrosi. We have uh, many Walking Dead homage variants scattered throughout as well. Drew was all in on those. Yep, I was a little bit more picky. Um, I all, really like all the of them plus the Minotaur one. All the color plus all the, the black and white sketches. That's cray cray right there. That's what it, it, is. It, it it is. It once once you add them all up, it is crazy. At the time, I didn't realize how many there were going to be. 
But once you start going down that road, you just can't stop. See, some stuff just does not fit. Like, click on Spy Seal number three. You own that, sir. Yeah, it's not really a great uh, homage. <laughs> but then you get things like Realm. Realm 15 is pretty rad. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm excited for Realm. Like we said, Realm sold through great. Right there as a solicit for uh, the second printing of Realm 1. Does not look like they did anything crazy to it, so there's no need to seek that out. Unless you didn't get a number one and need want it, go ahead and grab it, but it's not a chaser. You think because it's the same? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not one that we necessarily say, ooh, the second print's going to be in high demand. Uh, the kin Kill the Minotire... Uh, Walking Dead Tribute 103 is one of my favorite covers. Uh, that is a wicked, wicked tribute cover. And did you already order that one? Yep. I got that one coming. Anything else, sir? No, another kill to be, clip, be killed. That's really high quality stuff oh, from yeah. Ed Brubaker. So I, I love that. Um, they're finally collecting the plastic series in trade, which was really fun twisted little read so that's really cool and we're getting the final issue of shirtless bear fighter um good it's weird and dumb and crazy and stupid but i like it so i'm i'm glad i'm glad we're gonna get get a, get some finish on that uh drew we have a february solicit for they're not like us 16 yeah has yeah it has a little problem coming out and it's um What's his face's fault? Eric Stevenson, who's busy doing uh, image management, I think. And oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think he's the problem. All right, anything else in image, sir? Uh, uh. Let's see what Marvel has to give us. Well, we've got a legacy title, uh, Cable One Fifty. Uh, I don't know how big of a deal they're going to make it, but they didn't. They didn't put an extra price on it. Um, it is my boy Ed Brisson doing the writing. So although I don't give a crap about Cable, um, I do like Ed Brisson. So I'm going to see what he does with uh, a Marvel book. Because I don't think I've read him in Marvel at all. The Newer, new, or the newer Mutants Part 1. I wonder if there's anything new in the Newer Mutants. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe something to keep an eye on. Deadpool versus Old Man Logan number one. These are usually fun. Declan Shalvey writing. Declan Shalvey on the cover. Mike Henderson on art. This, I'm actually probably going to look through this to see if it's, sometimes they hit good and they're fun. Uh, Shalvey usually does some good stuff, so I'm going to try it out just for funsies. Well, yeah, if it's, if it's as good as um, Spider-Man Deadpool was. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Or is it still coming out? That one's still coming out, but it's not the creative team we want. They've completely dropped have, off. It seems to have. They have, I haven't uh, seen him on it in a while. Yeah. Mighty Thor 700 Legacy. That's the big Aaron. one. Yep. It's yep. It's a big one. They even show us how they've come to <laughs> this 700 number, and it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, the math is interesting. Yeah. 
But uh, the death of the mighty Thor part one, so includes three bonus Marvel primer pages by Robbie Thompson. And I am still in denial that it's going to be Jane Foster. So until I see her dead, I'm not going to believe it's her. <laughs> Maybe they'll kill that frog Thor. There you go. Spider Gwen twenty five legacy. universe's version of the Venom symbiote. Man, I can't believe they've gotten 20 issues out of Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah. You were reading it for the longest time, too. I thought it was going to be a short run. Then when I learned it wasn't, I left. Journey into Star Wars Last Jedi Captain Phasma number four. And we just got a Wicked Star Wars trailer, and we saw a little bit more from Phasma in that one. So, Wicked a little Star bit of build up here. Yeah, it was that was a good trailer. I really liked it. I'm interested. This Star Wars, there might be something there. Yeah. It's Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider Man 5, Secret Warriors 7. Anything else in Marvel, sir, that catches your interest? No. All right. Let's head on down to our smaller publishers, our Onis, our Black Mass, our IDWs, our Lion Forge. Uh, I have Infernoc, <coughs> but with writer Mina Elwell and artist by art by Eli Powell. In the tradition of H.P. Lovecraft, there's the Infernoc. As Sam attempts to discover the real reason the people of her town are being destroyed, she becomes aware of mind-rending creatures that feed off the sanity of their victims. Uh, might check it out. It's a small publisher. We have yet another volume of Animosity. Animosity Evolution number one. I know. A new additional a new additional ongoing animosity series. One day the animals woke up, they started thinking, they started talking, they started taking revenge. Now they're started building. In a city by the sea, a new power is on the rise, and they're making an animal kingdom all of their own. Intriguing, but I I, I bought it. Who's asking for Rugrats comics? Who's that millennials. person? Is it the Millennials? Was that a big deal yeah, for the yeah. generation before you, Xenial? Yes. This is their thing. And in that, that fan, I was excited because Fantagraphics was putting, on an, putting out an ongoing series, and it's a nine ninety nine book. It's a nine ninety nine yeah. anthology, which is killing me. Yeah. Um, there is, you know, a couple alternative books. So we've got Wicked Righteous number two, which is at what it's a dollar fifty. Uh, we've got Trespasser number three. Uh, that's that's a dollar fifty. We've got the Chair number three at a dollar. Um, so uh, Scrimshaw number three is a dollar fifty. So support Alterna, uh, Mother Russia number three, the final issue of that series at a dollar fifty. If you if you have some some ducats to throw their way, support Alterna. They're trying to do low price comics on newsprint. Um, they don't have the greatest creators on there, and some of the books are better than others. Some are more better executed than others, but it's fun to uh, at least give somebody a shot that's that's trying to save us money. 
And that is all, sir. That appears to be all I have as well. Drew, this is the point in the podcast where I ask you what your pick of the week is. What is your one book to head to your LCS? Make sure you're there when they open those doors in that morning and say, please, please, please tell me you still have a copy of what, Drew? Um, <clears throat> I was going between Maestro's and Kid Lobotomy, and I'm going to go with Kid Lobotomy. I'm more interested in that. Because I'm a little concerned about uh, Scrochy's writing, and the solicit was so bad. But so I'm going to go with Kid Lobotomy uh, from IDW. I think Batman 33 will sell through like the previous one did, uh, go to a second print, and move up a pretty little, just a little bit probably. Not going to be a huge deal like the proposal was, but I think it'll sell through and uh, maybe move up in price on that first day through that one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a good call. And uh, maybe uh, get Joelle an exclusive contract or something, and she can do us full time. There you go. And I think that the uh, the one hundred and three tribute for Walking Dead. Who did that one? What was that one? Anyways, I think that one's going to sell through, and uh, that one's going to be hard to find. So one of those, I think, will be pretty wicked. Good call. Only an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yep. But we want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tying along with Drew and myself as we went over comics originally releasing October 18th, 2017. If you want to, feel free to drop us a line at Comics Fun Profit on the Twitters. We have a Facebook and Gmails. Feel free to tell us if we missed something this week or if you do not agree with something that we said or if you know where Miles Morales came from. We wanted to know that as well. So, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we would love a five-star review. We've been a little stagnant for quite a while, and you guys have done so much to get us over the 50 hump, but now we are pressing ever onward. So, we appreciate that if you have the time and abilities. It's good to be back with you. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya!